0: Or listening to the loud Thumb podcast get ready for games entertainment and adult beverages around here we only have three rules game on volume up and stay loud
1: hosted by your stout savoring super fan nick and his ipa inspired co-host josh
0: time to get loud what's up everybody and welcome back to the loud thumbs podcast this week your place for news reviews games and brews and we're going to do some drinking up and some gaming on talk some gta some elden ring and last but not least we're going to grab that old genie lamp and we're going to make three gaming wishes so watch out for that that's going to be fun and we have uh we have the loud crowd involved in that so that's going to be a good time hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah And as always, Josh is back to, to join me and talk some games uh, after a long, rough week.
1: <laughs> oh, the
0: longest and roughest
1: week.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah,
1: it was a doozy of a week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we called some audibles. We still got some news out. It was all good. Um, so hopefully everybody enjoyed the news we put out on Friday there. So um, yeah. there will not be any news coming this Friday because who has two thumbs and is on vacation this week? This guy. so You
1: don't got to rub it in. uh,
0: (laughs) That's true, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to because I needed it too. (laughs) God, I needed a vacation. It's been a while. So I'm excited to relax and chill and uh, have a good time. And the wife took the week off as well. So we're just going to have a good time. No kids. We're going to send them off to school, that thing we pay for, so we can have some breathing room. (laughs) Recharge those batteries. (laughs) Uh, Um, before we really get into some drinking and gaming though, I want to remind everybody out there who's our Patreon members or who may become a a Patreon member for Loud Thumbs that you you guys have some power over there. So don't forget to use that power. You guys can pick episode topics. You can pick Patreon episode exclusive topics. And all you have to do is send those in straight in through Patreon or visit our website, loudthumbs.com and say, hey, do this or hey, do that. And uh, we we would love to do it. That's a that's a big thing for Josh and I. Again, you preach it all the time. We love community interaction. It's one of our favorite things about podcasting. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Drinking beer and gaming and hanging out. Those all go there, too. But, you know, (laughs) yes, (laughs) yeah, you guys are number one. You guys are number one. Yeah. um and just to clarify as well there is one new tier out there that I, we really haven't advertised or really you know done a lot of cleanup on the show we kind of leave that at the end we clean house at the end for everybody but yeah there is a platinum tier out there as well now that uh, if you're a six-month member on the platinum tier you will get some exclusive merchandise uh, and you'll get that again at 12 months so every six months you're going to get some kind of cool exclusive Patreon only. Merchandise that uh, yours truly will design and uh, put out, and it'll be a good time. So, yeah, just wanted to clarify that for everybody out there and let those Patreon members know hey, you got that power, use it. I mean, good or evil is fine. We we prefer good, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, that is it for that little bit of the start, and we're going to get into some drinking and gaming. So, it's time to drink up and game on. Game on. All right, sir. Uh, I got a big glass today. Very, very big. However, I'm only doing this to save from destroying my equipment because I'm really good at spilling shit and uh, <laughs> not, not going to happen today. Uh, well, it's well, so
1: got the weight to it that if you hit it, it's
0: just going to tip back to the level. True, true. Yes. Uh, and the reason for it, though, Hopefully, I do not make a mess of it. I got a, I got a nitro here today, guys. So these guys, Ooh, they get a little,
1: they get a little a heavy uh, one.
0: They, yeah, they get a little heavy, and then this one here has instructions, which is the best. <laughs> so um, I have to divert the can three times, and then I have to surge pour this bitch. So we're gonna, yeah, dude, it's a nitrated beer. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm just teaching the teaching the fans out there, you know, like boom, boom, <laughs> it's, and then you just, you just. You want to know what a surge pour is, everybody? It's like that. Like You just you gotta it glug go. it. It looks it. and it
1: feels so wrong, but a nitrated beer, you gotta just glug it in the glass. Normally it goes. would cringe and make me feel very uncomfortable. But it's so funny, dude. Every time I'm like a bar and somebody orders one, the, uh, the servers are like, don't worry, I'm actually doing this right. I'm like, <laughs> do, do what you gotta do. I know what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you're just supposed to kind of watch that baby do its work. And uh, start doing some drinking. So I'm going to let mine do its work. Well, uh, uh, I guess I'll tell everybody what it is and you can invite yours into the into the room. But this is a uh, Firestone Nitro Merlin Milk Stout. This was going to be some Red Dead Redemption, if not the best Western representation of any kind, honestly, whether it be television or video games. Ah, it's the yeah. it's
1: the horizon of Westerns. then. Yeah, All right. there All you right. go, sir. There you go. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah, I accidentally got a repeat this week. I'm back oh. with three Floyd's laser snake. Oh, uh, back again. Uh, the wife offered to pick me up some beer. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I like. <laughs> and this is what she got, and indeed, I do like Laser Snake. It is very good. It's on- really, really good on tap, though. I had it on tap once. Had the pleasure of that, and uh, it's it's very light and crisp. It's very refreshing on tap. Still very good, again though.
0: Well, you know, we talked about Laser Snake being suggestive, so maybe the wife got what she wants. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm. Very chocolatey, very milky, very stouty up my alley, (laughs) up my alley. Dude, nitrated. Mm. If you're not, if anyone
1: there listening is not familiar with nitrated beers and you don't like dark stuff, give a nitrated dark beer like a chance because it makes the texture much lighter than normal.
0: It really, truly does. This man alive.
1: Dances on your tongue a little bit. I personally like dark beers quite a bit. I don't have them very often, but when I'm in the mood for one, whoof do they hit the spot?
0: Yeah, this got a nice coffee aftertaste, which is really good. I like that. I like that a lot. I have a good stout. Yeah, this has a great tagline at the top of it, by the way. It just says beer before glory. <laughs> I like it simple that's but a, effective. That's a great tagline. I love that's, it. I love it. <laughs> Me too, sir. I just took the words out of my mouth hell yeah man all right well let's talk a little bit about some games man what uh what have you been gaming
1: still elden ring uh (laughs) there's some other things i want to play this week but as i mentioned it's been a disaster of a week at work and uh it just hasn't happened uh but i did get at least a good few hours of elden ring in i um i am now up to 30 hours I still playing the samurai still a bunch of fun doing a uh, hybrid dex, uh strength build I have a question yeah go
0: for it to interrupt you um, so <laughs> can you do multiple saves yes all right okay I
1: have I have multiple characters uh, I haven't gone back to my profit yet I, I will because after a while I'm like man I'm just not finding any new spells I feel like I need a new a new spell to really progress very easily in the game you start off pretty squishy And your only attack spell is very up close, Uh, so it's a good get good kind of a beginning. But I did accidentally find the person who will sell you faith based spells in like the main hub of the game. I I would say uh, with my samurai, like oh, uh, had I just gone back to that place and explored even an ounce more, I would have found this person.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, So so then you reverted to the other save and then went to that character so you could bone up a little more. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I've still I'm still on the samurai track. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been having a bunch
1: of fun just being a melee build. Um still kind of falling back on on old habits with the the shield and sword, but instead of a long sword, it's a it's the katana, which is mm-hmm. a bunch of fun. I love the the special attack with the katana where you get to do the the hard um the fast draw. It oh, does okay. a ton of damage, it's got a lot of range. Uh, but if you miss, it kind of sucks because <laughs> It's a big swinging attack, and you're a little bit wide open if you don't land on your mark.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes, yes. That makes sense. Yeah. But no, I've, I've killed a couple bosses. Um, there's been some environments that have not been melee friendly, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I've made my way through. Uh, it's getting a lot more like Dark Souls Like, I think I did a lot of exploring at first. I'm like, this is good, uh, but I could use a little bit more Dark Souls. Um, and I surely found more Dark Souls.
0: All
1: right. <laughs> so well, I mean it is Dark Souls 4, right? So essentially. Yeah. It's got <laughs> new lore, but all the art style. Like if Dark Souls is open world, it's Elden Ring. Uh so it's not like I wanna say they reinvented the wheel for themselves, uh, but it is crisp, it is refined, and it is gorgeous. Uh it's a ton of fun despite being uh very, very difficult. Even just regular things walking around, you're like, oh cool, what's this thing? Oh god. Please stop killing me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. I know they recently patched it because there was like a demon dog that was like a one hit kill. Like he would just fuck you up and you're done. Uh, They recently patched him to where he will not murder you even at the highest like levels possible. From what I read. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) oh dude I've, I've encountered a couple bosses that um not all hits would one shot me but there were things they did that could one shot me and being uh the gaming masochist that i am i stuck around and fought it until i killed it but it's not there's something always so like hilarious when you're playing a souls game and they go up like what's this thing oh i'm dead <laughs> it's, yeah. like you can't even be mad because it's just it's just comically run up You you didn't dodge right and just get smashed and destroyed in one hit. You're like, oh,
0: perhaps I shouldn't (laughs) be
1: here yet. (laughs) But you are. (laughs) But I am. And I at least stick around until I'm like, "Mm, even this wall is a little too steep for me to bang my head up against. So uh, I'm going somewhere else. And that's a great thing about about Elden Ring. If you're exploring and you you find something outrageous, like, oh, my hit just did a hundredth of its health that's okay go somewhere else go farm up stuff you know crafting is actually really cool in this game I can't tell the amount of times I've uh ran out of arrows I'm like crap I'm like ah but I have thin beast bones let's go craft some arrows and you know I'm I'm still in it because I use my bow to lure out enemies to me pro tip if you're a beginner and tired of getting swarmed by four enemies at a time because even I die to four enemies at a time (laughs) uh (laughs) lure them out when a time with a bow uh it makes life a lot easier a lot more manageable you'll find yourself dying a lot less and it's slow it is a lot slower but it's in methodical but it's a little safer i like it okay.
0: yeah yeah I, I have yet to start my adventure in there um i will i will eventually i own it for a reason but uh I don't know if I'll start it this week since I'm on vacation or not, because as much as I would love to do absolutely yeah, nothing yeah. but video games, I'm probably going to have to do some stuff and be responsible <laughs> uh, around my house that I need to get done uh, before or it ruins, takes away my you summer. You could
1: play some Majora's Mask.
0: Yes, that, that's going to into a happen. Zelda classic. Oh, that one, so that good, one for dude. sure will happen. I might even be able to complete that one while I'm on vacation. It's, it's,
1: it's a little less stress. Like if you're learning, if not one to the t- like frustrating experience on vacation. some <laughs> ass, dude. So good. The world's so full of intrigue and weirdness. It's a weird Zelda, but it's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah. They were talking about that on some other podcasts here recently. And it's uh, one particular guy's like favorite Zelda of all time. Like it's So yeah, you kind of built it up for me a little bit.
1: It's in the it's like as far as the fan base as a whole, it's Ocarina Time and Majora's Mask and people like fight each other over which one is better. But those are the two cult classics that almost every Zelda fan absolutely adores.
0: Yeah. Yep. I think I think I'm I'm going to make it my goal at least to come back uh, from vacation to the podcast and talk some Majora's Mask. Even if Uh, I haven't beaten it, I I will be playing it. That's definitely happening. Um, I got the guide still ready. I grabbed it the other day and was getting ready to uh, play with Heather. And I don't remember what happened, but something changed our plans. And it was like, oh, we need to go do this thing. And we ended up having to leave the house. I don't remember what it was. Uh, okay. um, and we didn't get back for like two hours. I think it's like something. It was something in Fort Wayne or you know, where, wherever it was around town. And I was like, OK, whatever. We'll just go there and do the thing since it's only today or something. Something to do with the kids. Uh, I don't remember it. Gotcha. gotcha. I, just, I just tag along most of the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, man, just along for the ride. Here for yeah, a good time. That's all.
0: Yeah, yeah. I take the iPad with me, work on some, um, some, some iPad uh, designs for the show. That's kind of what I did. <laughs> ah, very nice. I still accomplish something. Still accomplish something. All yeah. right. So tell me uh, what shenanigans you're getting in GTA Online. Oh, man, I'm, I'm still in it. It's still great. uh my my boy is loving it too we're we're both having a lot of fun and learning it because it's like i'd said last episode it is definitely a game that you have to like experience it learn from it and then you know you're gonna die and then you know how not to do that again and we're still kind of running through that which is to be expected in most video games this was just a little bit different because i wanted to be able to tell me stuff ahead of time so that it saves me time that's the only thing Mm. about it that i've started to realize that i forgot from the time playing it before is if you make it through like part of the way of a heist and you only have one life as a team so that means if one of your teammates dies twice anyone dies yeah it doesn't matter so like you know someone dies and then anybody else dies you know it's over you have to go back and like, still do like sometimes the driving pieces where you drive back to your location or you got to fly your helicopter or, you know, whatever you're doing. And we were so close to finishing a heist here recently. And that happened to us. And it was like, I'd already like extended my son's bedtime longer. Cause I needed four people for the heist
1: <laughs>
0: and it was like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, you better not give us trouble getting up for school tomorrow, buddy. You know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Uh, he he didn't give us trouble either. He did good. He was he was a, hey, he, was a hey. he was a good student. He got up and did his thing. but um, it still sucked because we spent like probably an hour and a half just trying to complete that last part of the heist. Um, and I had a couple teammates with me that hadn't done it before, and like you you have to learn mm. and that whole learning curve thing came back in there again. It's like, okay. You would never expect in any game that there's a keypad by a garage door that instead of hacking it, which most games would have you do to open the garage door. OK, In, G- in GTA, the keypad that is the size of a calculator, you put a piece of C4 on it and it blow it up and that's opens the door. <laughs> it's just like, I'm sorry, are you trying to like? destroy the lock to the door are you trying to destroy the door that's the thing that killed me it's like hold on just put the c4 on the door like just blow the door up like what (laughs) what, Why? No, none of us all four of us were like there's no way that you have to put this on the keypad there's no way and that's exactly what you had to do i had to look it up because they were trying everything to get in this door and they blew stuff up near it but not actually on the keypad. So it was ridiculous. So that, that was a bit it's annoying funny. It was, it was it was like, are you serious? It was one of the moments like that is what you have to do. So it, it was really what was funny about it. OK, here's the funny part. And you know, when I think about it in context, not actually being the person playing, I, I am the heli- helicopter pilot. My son is the turret runner. On the helicopter because okay. he's he's got to take out okay. security when they show up, and then we have two guys that jump from our helicopter from very high up, and parachute into the base. And their job okay. is once they once they reach the ground, they have to blow up the keypad to get the door open so they can infiltrate the base and set off an EMP. That's the name of the the, the plan. That's the plan, right? Sure. So here's the funny part. I am the helicopter pilot, and I have my two ground guys super confused on what they need to do. So me being me, I'm like, I'm just gonna go down there and help out. So I just land the helicopter in the parking lot, get out of the pilot seat and run over to where they are. Uh And I'm like looking at stuff with them. And uh, my son gets out of the the turret and he starts kind of running around looking for bad guys, see if any are gonna show up and stuff. And I get to thinking to myself, this is like the worst heist in America. Like who's who's <laughs> heist works out like this? Like you have the, the pilot drops the helicopter down. He gets out. He's trying to help them blow up the thing. And they're trying to talk <laughs> to each other and figure out what to do. It felt like the three stooges of heists. Like we're all like, what do we do? What are we doing? What are we doing? We, I mean, we, were, we should have been caught and killed like super quick and early. Um, but the game is set to a point where until you accomplish that one thing, the next thing doesn't happen uh so that's okay. how it's coded which is kind yeah. of nice because it yeah. is it helps you a little bit on that whole needing to know what you do so it, they give it to you in phases kind of thing gotcha okay and i just found it funny after the fact like just thinking back about it i was just kind of smiling and laughing about it i'm like man that would have made like a great scene in some sort of like stupid spy thriller, comedy combination movie, you know, (laughs) like, dude, what do we do with the C4? You blow up the garage door, but the door won't blow up. You know, what are we supposed to do? You know, I don't know. I put it right next to the keypad. It didn't do anything. Well, what do you do next? I don't know. And then like, they just start running around the building looking for other ways in.
1: (laughs) That's such a weird choice. Like the keypad, if you're gonna brick a C4, you're gonna make a person sized hole in whatever it is you stick it on. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, what a weird so, choice of placement!
0: It was definitely strange. Uh, they made it through all the way to the point where one of the guys didn't realize that you needed to keep refilling your underwater breather when you get to the point in the game where. We're fighting off in the helicopter, all the security, and they're taking everything they need from the base and then going underwater to a secret location to set off a flare. And then we go to the flare. That's okay. kind that's kind of the end game of all of it. And he, he went underwater and never refilled his breather. So he just drowned. <laughs> 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 and he,
1: so he was the second He's the one
0: person who died. So that's yeah, start over. He died earlier when he went in to the, the place he was killed and then he respawned back and then he drowned in, in the water later. So but it was just like it was one of those things where in most GTA, anything is just kill anything that moves. So when you do a heist, it's totally different and you have to communicate. So you have to tell who you're working with, what you're doing or where to go next or what you, or at least talk about it. Like what will she, what will she do? What should right, we do? Right. And and none of that was happening, which it's just part of like working together. It was our first time with the four of us doing a heist together. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, all yeah. right, guys, we, we all know what to do next time. It's far too late to try again. Cause it'll be like midnight and there's no way I'm letting my kids stay up that late. So we gotta, we gotta put a stick of yeah. work in it. We're done. <laughs> Uh, but it it was fun. We had a good time with it. I did find out that I, um, I already had the criminal starter pack and didn't know about it. Um, okay. Talking with, uh, with, uh, Caleb, uh, one of our, one of our Patreon members and a good friend of the show, uh, we were playing and he was like, Hey, I found out how we you go in there and do that. You just go in and like search for each thing in the pack. And it takes you to the website The it's the website of GTA, um, oh okay and then everything is there for free you just download it and i realized i got the pack when i bought the upgrade to gta 5 for ps5 oh okay okay so i got i got the game and i got the pack for 10 bucks and the pack alone is 10 bucks so in a way i kind of didn't pay for an upgrade i just got like other shit for free yeah. or for 10 bucks. However you want to look at it. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was kind of awesome. cool. And it's not a bad deal at all. For 10 bucks, they'll set you up with enough businesses to start out where you can uh, you can do one with the biker club where you actually make counterfeit money and then you start distributing it through the world and you get <laughs> paid for it. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you do another one where you can be the, uh, the maze bake owner and you can either do like vehicle cargo missions or you can do like stolen goods missions that's given to you in the $10 pack, you get like nine vehicles, I think it is. And two of them are motorcycles. And one of them is a, um, like a dune buggy that has like a, a turret gun on the passenger (laughs) seat that you can swap over (laughs) to, which is pretty cool. Of of course. And you get, um, I believe one helicopter. I was like, okay, this isn't bad. And then you get a bunch of like clothing and like skins and things like that too, which are, yeah. Okay. I'm going to claim them. I, you know, technically I paid for them. So why not? Yeah. Why not? But it was, it was kind of cool to find out I had that the whole time and it, it added a little bit more to the game. So it kind of gives you more things to do now. Um, I did, um, I, I didn't mention this last episode, but I did actually put real of my own money into the game so that I could do ah. this is the first time I've ever done this with anything too, other than the $8 I tried to do for Fortnite, which is just a nightmare. But <laughs> I spent, uh, I think it was 20 bucks and I got the, uh, enough money to where I could do the Dr. Dre missions with Franklin because Franklin's one of the story characters from the main GTA five game. Okay. He, he is starting his own enterprise where he's doing kind of like shady work, but he's considering himself security for the rich and famous and you Hmm. work for him. To try and find Dr. Dre's stolen phone, which has like lost music on it that he's trying to release, and now he can't have it because it's gone and it's only on the phone. Um, Okay. Okay. You had to have, I think it was like $2 million or something like that to be able to buy part of the business with Franklin so that you're kind of part owner. And then that story mission kicks off and you get all these single player pieces of content that can happen, or you can do it with. Two to four people, depending on what mission you're you're picking, and oh, it was very
1: nice.
0: It, yeah, it was it was really cool, and it was like the perfect thing to get because you know all all of it is two player. You can do all of it one player if you want to, but none of it requires four, so it's perfect for me and my son to play together. So I'm like, yeah, I'm oh, totally oh, buying yeah. this for twenty bucks. I'm oh, buying yeah. this, and we've done a few missions together so far, and we're just kind of chipping away at that one, just saving the saving it for in between, like doing other things that you just uh might get sick yeah. of doing you know it's a, it's a good break it up kind of thing pretty For cool sure. my son's a commercial airline pilot license now he's like the highest pilot skill you can be <laughs> in the game
1: <laughs> so
0: uh just keep, he, casually flying
1: around at 747 no big deal
0: yep he's got some skills as, as uh as his piloting goes so that's pretty cool but we're having fun with it it's good um It doesn't feel like an old game. It doesn't feel like it's from, you know, 2013, which is just kind of hard to believe. Honestly, when you play it, that's,
1: that's really really good. Yeah. That's something you worry about when like a game that's been around this long. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is. It's just fun. Like you can just do anything in it. And that's the cool part about it. You can just go off and do races or, you know, we play Tron sometimes where you get on light cycles. There's, uh, you know, matches like that. That's and very
1: cool. It's yeah. super
0: cool, man. There's all kinds of stuff to break up the monotony. If you get bored with something or you want to do something totally different, you can. There's random events that pop up while playing that you can join or not join. And they're just fun little things that you can do or hmm. not do and stay on mission or go off mission. It's just a it's just a good time. I'm, I'm really enjoying it uh, a lot more than I thought I would, you know, being this long after the games came out. Um, and I'm playing it on technically on a PS4. I'm just playing it on my PS5. So I have a little bit of benefit with load times, but that's it. Yeah. Um, But PS4 needs to fix that or PlayStation needs to fix it to where PS5 and PS4 players can play together. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's kind of weird. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's silly. It's very silly. All right. Well, uh, that is it for some gaming. We are going to start on the topic of the show and that is going to be three wishes gaming related. So Josh and I have a couple wishes we're gonna do, and we're gonna do uh, kind of a combination. We'll see what we decide as the final third wish. Uh, so we're we'll doing, <laughs> we'll do some discussing on that, figure out what we want to come up with. But Hell before yeah. we do that, man, we have the loud crowd. Those guys out there on Discord, they, yeah. they came in in droves this time, man. The the droves of them are, came in. We had some really good feedback. A lot of them t- talked to us and gave us what Fantastic. they're. We- we asked kind of their top wish, right? So that, you know, there's not as many to, to really think about. And um, Sterling over on Discord, he says, Prototype 3 to be available on Stadia. The Prototype games, I liked them. There's only two of them. And it would be cool to see another one. You, are you familiar with the Prototype games there, Josh?
1: I'm not. I am consulting the Google right now.
0: Yeah, you're like a you're like a superhuman. Like you you get some kind of abilities that allow you to like you can almost fly at some points in the game. You can absorb people. Oh, um, you can I either be really- a hero or a murderer. Uh, lots of traversing uh, vertically as well, climbing up buildings, jumping up buildings, uh, destroying like military and there's a yeah, underlying story i
1: reckon yeah i recognize i haven't played it uh but i do recognize it now that i'm
0: looking at uh it's what i would shows. call dumb fun it was just a blast like it was easy to play uh the story kind of kept you thinking you know what's going to happen next it was very mysterious you know um and the second one i believe you were playing a different character too you're not the same protagonist i as think the first it one.
1: looks like it yeah yeah, dude, these look dope. They um, If I remember it right from like the previews and trailers, it, it looked a little bit uh like it played kind of like infamous. Yes. Those games, it looks yes. like it played very similarly to that.
0: Yeah, or the Hulk's ultimate destruction. It kind of seemed like those two combined because you could do a lot of destruction and prototype. And in Hulk's ultimate destruction, which was a PS2 game, you could like grab a car and bust it in half and mash your fists together. And it would like become big boxing gloves each half of the cars uh-huh. on one yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of a, a feel I had from playing prototype as well. I, I played both of them and beat them. I really liked them. I would take a third one too. That's a, that's an excellent oh, wish. Dope. And play it on stadia. I mean, you can just kind of stream that anywhere if you're a big stadia fan.
1: Yeah, dude, this is, I don't know if we've actually ever talked about stadia on the podcast, but <laughs> neither of us have like, it. So. A lot of people don't like it, but I've honestly, from people like who have used it, I've heard it works super good. Like, it's a lot stable and a lot quicker than you think just a streaming service sort of thing would, would perform.
0: Yeah. That's what I've heard as well. As long as you have the internet that, you know, is capable of it, you're going to enjoy your experience. And I, I think that's kind of the the problem there we're maybe like 30 or 40% of the way there for the United States to have the gigabit connections that a lot of people, you know, can't yeah, have. Yeah.
1: At, at least widespread. Right. Right. Um, right. But I think I don't know if it's like it wasn't, didn't gain popularity just because of the skepticism of like streaming a game and having it being responsive enough to actually be fun yeah uh so i I don't know, it seems like a really cool concept that just I think people were a little too scared of at first because it was one of the first to really test the waters of that
0: yeah, it really was, and it to be strictly streaming as well, and there was no console involved. There's a controller and like yeah. a plug in device like a Chromecast, and stuff is mainly what you would use yeah. Um, I know they had like a really cool software for it. That was it's, I think it's patented where this algorithm somehow makes it work to where it can read the latency before the latency happens. So it counteracts the latency. So you don't oh, notice it. That's um,
1: very cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of wild how it works. Like, I don't remember all of the tidbits of how it worked, but um, I was like, Oh man, that's like, that, f- that actually sounds like magic.
1: <laughs> it does though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, Sometimes yeah, I can use wish. that for my
1: regular, like gaming, my gaming stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> a little lone whole <laughs> game stream. <laughs> oh, man.
0: That, that's an excellent wish from Sterling. Uh, next one here we have is from Gavin, a uh, good friend of the show as well. He says For Nintendo to stop toying around with Cloud Play and just port the damn games to the console.
1: Oh, uh, for fuck's sake, yes. <laughs> yeah like yeah i just want like there's a lot a lot of old games that um i I don't know there's you can't really get to them anymore so and that oh, would what? be an easy way for them to just like shotgun and ass load of like classics for oh, everyone yeah. to play and it would make a ton of people happy and i think they could get people to play for the pay for the uh, new priced nintendo online pretty easily if they just just dumped a couple hundred games on us
0: yeah, or yeah, just make them downloadable. Exactly. Like, you know, make our download button right yeah. there. Let me put it on the console. Um, I think he's leaning into the Kingdom Hearts fiasco that's happening right now with the Switch because they put the collection of Kingdom Hearts out there, but it's all streamable. None of it's able to be put on the console mm. and play. And okay. it it is only it only makes sense for three, but at the same time, you would think that maybe they could do some sort of like tweaking to make 3 run if they just like lowered the resolution some or you know change uh, the, the textures
1: pic- a little bit yeah
0: exactly yeah. um but i feel like that's uh that's part of his gripe if i had to guess knowing gavin he's a big uh, kingdom hearts guy <laughs> yep he is so good wish though man there there's a lot of cloud gaming on there i mean that i know there's hitman 3 there is control Um, there's one I'm forgetting. And then I know there is the series of the kingdom hearts that just recently got put on there and they all have the problem of they can't keep up even on the cloud base, even like I've tried them here Uh, when they do demos for them and it, it works, but it's like totally different than what they say about stadia and how it worked. It was more like a, well, um, yeah, it, it works, but I'm not going to play it this way. It was that sort of an attitude, you Uh, know, with the switch cloud. Yeah,
1: I mean, it makes sense because switch was never really I don't think it was designed with that in mind, like probably discovered like, oh, we could probably do this with a console Um, and the the poor switch. I I love the switch. It's a fantastic console. It just does not have the power to really do a bunch of crazy shit.
0: No, it does not. Absolutely. Games that
1: are designed for it run beautifully. They're fantastic. But some of these ports I know I've, I've seen the Doom port and it looks, <laughs> it's it's there, uh,
0: but it does not look good. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and actually there are several here I looked up while you are talking that I did not remember. Resident Evil 7, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Fantasy Star Online 2, um, Control I already mentioned, Hitman I mentioned, A Plague's Tale, Innocence, The Forgotten City, Marvel's The Guardians of the Galaxy, Kingdom Hearts like I already mentioned, Edge of Eternity, Dying Light 2, and A Plague's Tale Requiem, which will be out later on in 2022. Uh, same okay. with uh, Dying Dying Light at the time was uh, to be announced as well. I'm not sure if that is playing at right now on the cloud. Oh, so, a, I mean, some they, have, like, dozen, they have like a dozen games and they're all pretty well-known titles. But yeah. I think it's probably part of the problem, too, is that people know these games and they know how they should play. And they're like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> yeah. And how they should look.
1: Um, I mean, honestly, if it runs smooth and doesn't look as good, honestly, you're, you're getting a pretty similar experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a good effort. I think it's something Nintendo can use to bring on those big titles for them uh, as well. But I mean, should have got something cooler than the than the Switch OLED.
0: <laughs> right? So. we got gonna have that Switch Pro. Maybe then they'll start playing them. Who knows? Fuck yeah, I'd do it. Technology has uh has really gone. You know, a lot further in the last six years since the Switch has been released, so it's it's probably possible. I mean, we have a Steam Deck that could play these games like he's asking uh, right there on the console. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we get that in the future. I I, I think it's part of the plan, probably. Uh, I just don't know if it's Nintendo's plan. That's the thing because Nintendo doesn't tend to lean real heavy into like high powered hardware. They no just go
1: they. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as the Wii came up, they stopped trying to compete. And that was like 16 years ago or something now.
0: Yeah, yeah. like oh two, oh three. I don't remember when the Wii came out. oh6 I think. Oh <laughs> six, yeah. Yep. Uh on to the next wish we have from Babbling Monkey. Thanks for listening, man, and uh sending in a, a wish. This is awesome. Um says that I could forget everything about it takes two and replay it again for the first time with my wife.
1: That's a so good one. So wholesome. Yeah. So wholesome. That's good. I love yeah. it.
0: That's good stuff. That's a great yeah, game. I mean, that was that was a runner up game of the year for me.
1: Yeah, it's been like a lot of people's game of the year. I mean, it won a game of the year award. So it is Yeah, super valid choice. <laughs> you know, I like this for two reasons, because it's super wholesome. And like just like being able to forget one of your favorite games and
0: just get the re-experience it all over again. Ah, dude. Yeah. What a thing. Yeah. Hell Yeah that men in black, you know, mind wipe thing, man, we talk about all the time. It'd be great just to be able to do that. with we'll just pick a game and just say, poof, you know, and then play it again. <laughs> <laughs> just for some reason, you know, you like this game that you should play it, but you right. don't know anything about it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great one. That that's one I, I would, I would love to do the same thing with my son. Cause we had a blast playing that one. It was uh Like I said, it was a runner up for game of the year for me. If it wasn't for halo infinite coming out right in clutch at the time, (laughs) hit the last
1: like three weeks of the year. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This game would have won game of the year for me, which is a big deal. Um, I mean, it's a strictly co-op game. If you guys have not played it takes two and you're just listening to the show for the first time, go play it, go back and listen. I talk about it in some of the first episodes when I first played it and it's, uh, it's really good, really, really good. And, uh, we we still talk about the book to this day. Um, my daughter does. The book is kind of the thing in the game that kind of guides you on your path. And oh, okay. he's rather annoying. <laughs> but uh, you kind of put up with him because it, the game is so good and it's so fun just to play through. So my daughter and my son both are like, man, it's too bad you couldn't fight the book. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's great. Love it. Oh, yes uh on to the next one here we have one pin tones he's our guy he's uh he's very active in the discord so we appreciate you sending he this is. in very much he says i feel like i missed out on a lot of older titles on previous generations of consoles so make a system or an app for the pc that plays all games on any given console like game pass but every single game for every single console that way i can i that way when i hear about a really cool dreamcast or ps2 game I just pop on and experience it without spending a fortune tracking down the disc, the system, and an old TV to play it on. I'd pay a monthly fee, but since it's a wish, it's free. <laughs> hey, well, man, lean, lean into
1: it. <laughs> those are called emulators, and most of them are not legal. <laughs>
0: <Right>? uh, <laughs> he, he's asking for a legit, real, free thing. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I'm, I'm in, man. Uh, I'm totally can... into this. Oh dude, I can super relate. I had a play I had a PS2. I had the slim version. I only had two games. I had Resident Evil 4 and I had Soul Calibur 3. Both okay. incredible games. Uh but that's it. <laughs> Those were the only games I had for that system. So, Soul Calibur
0: 2 and Resident Evil 3. No, Soul said- Calibur
1: 3, Resident Evil 4.
0: Okay, those are the only two games I, you had. That's what I
1: meant to say, anyway. Oh, okay, yeah, and the, that was
0: PlayStation 2. That's yeah. the only two games you had.
1: Only two games I ever had for the PlayStation 2. Damn, you were probably uh, so, pretty good at Soul Calibur then. <laughs> I, I, and yes, I, in fact, I was very good at Soul Calibur at the
0: time.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I loved those games. Uh, they weren't the only thing I had to play. So, um, but I would have liked to experience a lot more PS2 things. So, super relatable. I'm on board with this. I'd love to do it, especially like a Sega. I didn't I think maybe I got to play a Sega once as a kid because it wasn't like the most popular system, even even at, at its height, I think. Sure. Um, so that'd be really cool to go experience some of those like Sega classics.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I love the idea of this because. I know, I know the concept of the world is competition, you know, breeds better in everyone. And I get Uh it. I uh get it. Um, But honestly, man, I, I don't like dealing with emulators. I like just being able to say like what he's saying, just like pop it on and experience it. Like, I I don't want to.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not that guy. Like I, I I used to be, I used to do that kind of stuff. You know, I, I'd own the games and I'd throw them on a cart or, you know, in a box, and then I'd put them on an emulator. But I want to just turn it on and play. And to be able to do that in one location forever. It would be so cool. Oh, it would it's be so amazing. Cool. I would yeah. love it. And one of mine, like you had mentioned that you have, you know, few games for the PS2. Well, the funny thing is, is I have a PS2 game. As I read this, it was the first PS2 game that came to mind that is just I have not got up the like gumption just to go ahead and buy it. Cause I think it's ludicrous with the prices that they want for it. Okay. And I want to play it again. I want to play it and let my kids play it. And it is called Mr. Mosquito. Okay. <laughs> this game is super what? obscure. Okay. It's super obscure. And no matter where you look, they're wanting somewhere between 80 to $200 for this disc. And it's always a risk with anything that's on a disc. It's not like a cartridge because who knows what the condition is. Exactly. Exactly. Now what this game was is you actually are a mosquito and it's, this game is very heavily inspired by like Japanese. Like it's very wacky. It's very, it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it's very on the level of like a Katamari Damacy in a way where you don't really understand the whole concept. But you're, you're playing it and you're like, this is just kind of fun. I'm going to keep playing it. But your job is to annoy the piss out of this family as a mosquito <laughs> and not die. You can't get killed. Sure, yeah. Right? Okay. And it is just so dumb fun. I had this game back when I was working retail. The game released in 2001. I had been working retail for maybe a year or two. And I bought it and it was like 30 bucks. Like it wasn't even a full price title at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I played it and it was kind of fun and like it would get, it was like, in a way it was kind of like a soul's like game because like there were times where you had to like, you know, time things perfectly, and the flight controls were just a little bit off, but like still okay, and uh-huh. you still had fun, and and you had to do things where you had to like swirl the controller, like the the analog stick, really fast to like get your guy up <laughs> to get your mosquito to wake up because he'd been like swatted out of the air or something. Um, oh yeah. yeah, 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 and it it was frantic and fun and just crazy and just ridiculous so if you guys want an experience that's just crazy just watch some of the videos on YouTube or something of it just called mr. Mosquito I want to play it again and I just can't I can't find myself to spend a hundred dollars on a game <laughs> so what a bizarre concept I know right? right? And yeah. what a, what a crazy pick for me to choose as well, but it was the one game on the PS two that I regretted so much to this day that I traded it in when I like upgraded everything and went to a PS three and stuff. Um, uh, okay. Should have yeah. hung on to it at this point. Cause it's just, it's got a really, it's got a really goofy cover and everything. I mean, it's like a mosquito, like carrying like this vial of blood with him, you know, it's just like, it's just so weird. Uh, <laughs> It's just so weird because he he has like these little balls of blood that he carries around with him. He has to fill up and stuff. It it, it was a weird one. So I would love to be able to do the same thing that one Pentones is saying, just put it on there. Let me buy it. You know, I would like he says, you know what? It was probably going to cost me a monthly fee, but you know what? It's free. It's whatever I would pay. I'd pay for it. You know, if, if he could get his wish and everybody else had to pay for it, but it'd be free for him. I'd be the guy who'd pay for something like that. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a lot of stuff man that's, that's super worth yeah. yeah absolutely um our very last one here comes from twitter actually uh at no star is shining they stated that they would like portal 3 a very simple wish it, wouldn't we all really yeah
1: yeah if Valve yeah. would make any other games ever and produce the gold they used to produce instead of just sitting and raking in the dough with steam <laughs> for like the past 15 years. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'd be super in for Portal 3 because Portal is super fun. Of course, Portal 2 was a masterpiece. Yeah, uh, Portal 3 would be, I'm sure, a truly incredible experience.
0: I, I would fully agree. Uh, I would love to see a finish, you know, of the Half-Life series and just give me a total done. We're finished sort of thing. but honestly i've kind of already said you know what i give up on it not never happening but a portal three i feel like a portal three could happen and it wouldn't have to fan base i think so too and it would not in my opinion it would not have to be that much better than two and i'm in you know what i mean like i'm in let me go let me have fun with it because those games were so fun and they were just excellent like Co op games as well for the second one was Uh, fun to play together. I never
1: never played co op, but I had a
0: blast with a single player. I had one particular buddy who him and I played the co op all the way through, and it was just it it just made it like we played it twice, you know, we each played on our own. They were like, dude, like, let's just pick a day and play it together. Like, hell yeah! And we literally spent, yeah, Yeah. we spent like I, I think we literally spent the entire day. It was on a Saturday. He came over, like. 10 or 11 o'clock that morning, we just ordered pizza and lunch and shit and just kind of hung out and played <laughs> video games all night. And uh, we, we beat it together. It was a blast. And I mean, we already nice. knew what we were doing. So it was just a matter of doing it again. But together. Oh, yeah. And yeah two different people. Yeah. 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 And the story was so good to the second one that, you know, they fleshed out, which didn't even need to be there. Man, I
1: would love a portal. No, Three as d- well. It didn't. But yeah, the voice acting was top notch, too. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. 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 We still listen to some of this, you know, the music from it. It's on one of our gaming playlists and our kids love, you know, the uh, uh, I'm I'm Still Alive song, nice. you know. They the kids still love that from <laughs> the original uh Portal game. So, absolutely good stuff, good stuff. All right. On to us, man. We we get to make some wishes here. What what would we wish into the gaming universe? What do you got over there, man?
1: I I think if cross-platform play uh would be like like common practice it's becoming more com- more and more common which is great but if it would be like you know if it was just a big three you know you know microsoft sony nintendo would come together and be like yeah just make it all connect and let's figure out a way to make it work so everybody could play with each other um also i think they'd sell more games that release on multiple consoles too but it would it open up that like really big uh because you know of course the next gen stuff is scarce or like you know even even with gta online ps5 to ps4 doesn't work Perfect just, example. If was, yeah <laughs> if it was even within themselves but like you know if it ever you know just anything and everything if it was like more and more common i know microsoft nintendo has had some had little friendly deals uh here and there lately but as a whole that i think that would sell a lot more games and it would make a lot of people happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why, why is like Sony okay with giving the rights to their character out for, to Epic, you know, to make, you know, Aloy and, and, you know,
1: from horizon
0: Uh in Fortnite. Why, why are they okay with that? Why is Sony okay with saying like, Oh, you know what? We own the rights to Spider-Man for video game stuff, but you can use that in Fortnite, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it's like they'll play ball sometimes, but then mm-hmm. there's there's no like overall like consensus of like, hey, games are for everybody, dude. Like you, you make money on the software anyway. they We all know, I mean, maybe not all of us, you know, anybody who's not completely familiar with the way the video game companies work or the business works is they lose money on the console and they make money on the software. And eventually oh, yeah. it will kind of balance out where they'll start to make a little money on the console over time but nothing near to what they make on the games themselves. And that's what you're talking about. And you're absolutely right, dude. I'll be... Perfect example in my head when you say this is, I have a Switch and I have a PS5. Let's just say that's all I have. But I want to play my Grand Theft Auto game on the go. But I can't use the game I bought on the PS five, even though my, my save cross play, I can play with somebody on the other console. Yeah. My save, I can move to my switch, but I can buy a copy for my switch and I can still play my game on the go. I just bought two copies of the same game. So if you're Sony and that's your game, a la horizon. Well, you just yeah. sold two copies of one game because somebody wants to play it when they're on the train or in their car or whatever. Right. Right. I think that's it's good business. Like you said, like, you know, you're going to sell more games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And you also made a you made an excellent point as well, saying how there are going to be supply shortages. If I wanted a PS5 and I can't get it, but I can get myself a Switch or a 360 or Xbox One or pick a console, then I can buy it for that instead. Your game that I want to play that you own Sony, I can play on a console that's not Sony. And then later I can pick yeah. up your console for maybe a feature or two. It offers that the other stuff doesn't, but I can still play the games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make it more exclusive to you, I offer the goodies. Absolutely. Like say, yeah. if like, uh, you know, you you got, you got PS4 and, uh, tiny Tina's wonderlands is, you know, I think it released on multiple, uh, platforms. Oh Yeah. Like, so, and then, you know, like, and then your buddy's got, you know, a series X I'm like, well, you're still looking for a PS5, but like, damn it. The Borderlands games are fun to play with people. So like, you know, maybe you'll be more motivated to buy it. If you can, if you know, you can play with your buddies, regardless
0: of what they buy it on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it would be perfect for GTA online right now too, because I have friends that don't have a PlayStation at all. They have Xbox and uh-huh. they're like a lot. They're a lot of my halo buddies. So I'm like, I need people for heists. I need people to do these missions with me. What do you want to do? You know, oh man, I don't have a PlayStation. Like son of a bitch. So yeah, cross play, <laughs> cross play would be awesome. Yeah. I would absolutely love to see some cross play happening, but may, maybe this generation will bring it to us before it's over. That would be awesome. It's becoming
1: more common. I don't know if it's just testing the water sort of thing. Um, it never seems to go over poorly. I can tell you that much. I've never heard never. of like, oh, a <laughs> oh, Fuck them for bringing more availability to people. Like,
0: you know. I'm done. <laughs> I'm never playing games again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play these Switch douchebags. <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, yeah, so I think just as a universal thing, I think it'd make for like a lot better gaming culture. And frankly, I think
0: it would sell more games. I think you're absolutely right on point. That's a, that's a solid wish, man. I would, I would back that wish hundred percent. Um, mine though, that I want to pick for me. And I've talked about this on the show already a couple times, but uh-huh. this is my number one hot button when it comes to video games. And that is, I want every game to release in a finished state, ready to play. Never needs a patch. Period. It is done. It's finished. We can all enjoy it together have the exact same experiences and we don't have any broken problems to deal with. Um, that means just all I really want is I want them to finish the game to the point where they know that it is the best game that is possible. They could have put out and we're done. But unfortunately we have the, you know, investors and everybody else who ruins that, yeah, and, you know, they got to yeah. be out now because I need to make you know my money and I mean, that would have made a huge difference for me playing Horizon. It really heightened my hot button playing Horizon yeah. because I, can, I had a... <laughs> yeah, I knew you know where this mean? came from. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I want to be able to just enjoy a nice, fleshed out, finished, pretty product and all of us be able to have the same experience and and, and enjoy talking to each other about those experiences. Um yeah. Because I mean, you had a, a f- almost a flawless experience with Horizon versus a completely like different <laughs> experience for me. Not completely uh, yeah, flawed, just, but very different.
1: Yeah, I I had a few minor glitches, and I only had to like restart the game a single time. Yeah, and you had something much different. But <laughs> I think I think more games need to take like the Resident Evil um eight, Resident Evil Village, and Halo Infinite approach to where like got three or four like alpha beta oh yeah, uh, pre-release like test runs just for a weekend you know you don't have to give the whole game away for free you don't have to do a whole demo that's out there for a long time but like stress test your stuff and i, I feel like i did not hear of course i didn't play resident Evil village and nor have i played extensively for halo infinite uh but i have not heard like extensive like stability issues with those games probably because They got they crashed their system during test weekends. Yeah. And they were and people were just allowed to like push to the limit, do dumb things, jump into a wall a thousand times to see if they could break the game. And just just silly stuff that brings out the bugs they would normally have seen on launch. Got a lot of bad PR, patched it a month later. And now it's a good game after they've been shit on for four weeks.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what my thoughts are when I go through thinking about this. It's like it's almost like they forgot about the quality control part of the games. Like they're like, okay, you know, how many testers have you had test this game in the five years you've played it? We're like, Oh, well we have like a dozen. Okay. How often do they play? Uh, about five hours a day. Okay. Okay most key, most gamers that are going to get that game day one are going to play it for 20 hours straight before they stop so like mm-hmm. uh that's mm-hmm. not enough you know we need to really focus on being finished being like just crystal clear done and good and you know it just takes me back to the days of you know 64 and cartridge based games because it was like when they're on there you're not doing anything after that. Like they're there forever. <laughs> if they're broken, they're yeah. broken, you know, yeah. and they just weren't broken. And I know games are harder to make now. I completely understand that. But you know what? I also feel yep. like when yep. I think about the gaming universe and I think about developers, I think about it's as equally hard to make a game now as it was then based on the technology you have it's making the
1: innovation game. as it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's in- inaccurate innovation time was innovative, just just like Breath of the Wild was innovative, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's where my brain goes with it. It's like, if they could do it 30 years ago, why can't we do it now? Like it's just something's changed and then put a game out, make it done, and never touch it again, never update it. Like, for example, um, they they just announced this last week here that Ghost of Tsushima got its final patch. Now, I looked oh, it I did up. It? Okay. So they're done. Like they have they have they've basically just chef kissed it away like. Thank you, baby. You were an amazing thing. We love you. You know what I mean? And Uh from my research, I could only find three patches that game had. So I never had. Yeah, it was so stable from the get go. So I feel like, you know what, guys, it can happen. You can do it because we're kind yeah. of proving it with some of these developers and I'll be completely honest. What happens with me when I'm thinking about this wish and, and, you know, going through the show notes for myself, I'm like, I lean to that developer really hard now. Like I'm going like, okay, sucker punch, put another game out. Oh man. Remember, remember Ghost of Tsushima, you know, remember, you know, um, um why am I forgetting the one we just talked about a minute ago? Um, that was like the, uh, the The wish the prototype three why am i spacing the game you said um infamous there it is oh there um, it is yeah, you know, yeah yeah so all these games came out and they were stable like i didn't have problems with them i played infamous i played sly cooper you know i played all these games from sucker punch uh-huh. and then you realize like oh damn and then you look over at other developers and you're like like not not to throw any shade at, at these you know developers but I think Elden Ring's on like its seventh or eighth patch already. At least four, because they're at 1.04 now. I know that. (laughs) Okay. And the game came out like a month ago. So you've patched the game four times already. Horizon was patched, I think, nine times, because it was at 1.09 the last time I looked. So that's a problem. That's a problem. Like we're talking about, it's apples to apples. All three, Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon, and Elden Ring, are open world video games. So that's their commonality. Yeah, and Ghost of Tsushima
1: was no slouch, and it's uh, and it's like size, and right? Either it's
0: size, how much yeah. content was in it, right? You know, it was all done well. And yeah, I, I mean, my only thing, I think, I do
1: think Horizon is in a league of its absolute own when it comes to environmental design and like natural terrain. I think they were trying to push some limits really hard, but. Yeah, I absolutely. They, I think they should have play tested that a little harder, given out a few more free copies to people just <laughs> to try to break it. Um, yeah, and, and absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Should, it should have came out with more. I don't know how I got so lucky. I'm glad I did because <laughs> I fucking loved that game. Um, yeah, I. But I know I'm I'm a little bit of a special case. And that a lot of people did not have as good of experience. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it should have had a little bit because Zero Dawn came out. And aside from like Aloy's hair, like bugging out like a Medusa wig, yeah. uh, I, I periodically through the game, that game was hella stable. I do not
0: remember that game doing same. anything that weird. I'm exactly the same with you. Yes. I didn't have yeah. problems with, with Zero Dawn at all. Um, And, and you know what? like a great analogy that I use that it's always in my head. And I'm like the analogy guy in my house too, by the way, their family's always like, I love your analogies. They make so much sense. They're easy to know. But for me, when I play a game, that's glitchy. It's like watching a movie and there's a kid behind me kicking the seat all the time. Know what I mean? Like it's just a
1: great movie, but you're still annoyed.
0: (laughs) You're like, God, I love this movie. So, fucking kid you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. it, it, and you're like fucking glitch you know like you just have to restart it again that that's the best way i could sum it up as to like how i was how i feel on any game that does that because it's supposed to be finished like i'm i'm 42 almost 42 i'm 41 years old and i have played a lot of video games and I've played them done from the second they come out on a disc or a cartridge. And now I just feel like, I feel like that's just a thing of the past anymore. And patches are just, Oh, they're just normal. They're just going to be patched. That's a lot. No, it shouldn't be normal. Like give me finished games. I want that wish like now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, man. I hear you.
0: All right, man. What are we what are we gonna settle on for our third wish that we wanna what we both want? Like we, we come together, it's our loud thumbs wish, you know, the crew, Ooh. we we agree. Like what's what's something else you would say, like, man, this has got to happen? Figure oh, this man. one
1: out. I don't know about like Cause we talked about some pretty broad stroke stuff. I know. I, I just really want the next Zelda to come out. I'm gonna. It <laughs> just as a specific, like, small one. That's, yeah, that's what I want. It's already existing. It's already happening. So it's not like an unrealistic thing. I just gotta wait a little bit.
0: True. But, true. Oh
1: man. Um
0: Shoot, dude. What do you think?
1: kind of tough it's tough it is tough
0: man i'm thinking i think the loud crowd had a lot of really good ones kind of kind of stifles a little bit of what i'm thinking because they said so <laughs> was, many good ones i
1: was thinking about about this topic before we started recording and i'm like oh no i can't say that one because gavin <laughs> took it <laughs> like i like i want real bad there's damn a lot of, gavin <laughs>
0: there's a lot of
1: cool stuff i play as a kid on like the like, handhelds and stuff uh and i just don't really have access to that much anymore I like the old Golden Sun. I'd love a new Golden Sun game, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, like a game I talked about briefly, uh, Battle of Olympus for uh, the original Nintendo. Uh, that game is great. I'd love to have access to that again. Um, just a, a giant backlog of Nintendo stuff I would absolutely yeah. adore.
0: Yeah. I, I would love to be able to, like, somehow. Uh, have you ever seen the movie uh, Click? Yeah, yeah, I have. All right, dude. That that would be a wish if if I had to try to trump any of the other wishes I have, I would like to have that be me and like all of my good buddies or you know whoever we all want to play games together but we don't have time like i want one of them click controllers you know uh, i want to be able getting to- more time for gaming <laughs> fuck yeah dude that's
1: that's a hell of a wish
0: <laughs> yeah fuck that adult shit right you know? <laughs> just turn on my little like automated self with the controller and still doing the stuff with the family. But I want to be able to like go off and like do my thing. And then when I turn it back off, like I've gained all the, the knowledge that my clone dude did or whatever my guy was doing that. So I know everything that happened with the family and everything. Like I was there, I'm cool. I'm good. But I got <laughs> to sit down for like three hours and play games and nobody suffered from it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. no, uh huh. No, dude, just more time for gaming. It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it right there. Like, All right, there I, it is. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Lo- I would love that because like I, I did get to play some GTA online this week, but the week before vacation, I always like amp it up a little bit at work, so I do more shit so that I don't have to come back to a giant mess later. And mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you had a crap week as well, so to be able to like have that time where you just kind of uh, need to decompress and do some fun shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude. And not only that, like. I like some comfort food games like, yeah, I beat Ocarina of Time 30 times. Don't want to <laughs> play it for a 31st time. Hell, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah but but I also want to like beat Elden Ring and play Tunic. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> yeah. other stuff I want to get to and like go back to play Civilization because that's a game you can just lose yourself
0: into. That's not high stress. And yeah, just just more game time man. yeah. Yep, I'm down. I'm down. Let let's that's our loud thumbs third wish. There it is. That's the that's the Nick and Josh wish. So yeah. I, I, I'm gonna assume the loud crowd agrees with that wish. Like, yeah, I take it too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chances are if you're listening to this gaming podcast, you too agree with more game
0: <laughs> Well said, sir. Well said. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, Hey, that was, that was a fun topic. I thought it was a good one to come up with yeah. and just good stuff. It was a fun time and huge. Thanks again to all the loud crowd hitting the discord and the Twitter up saying, Hey, and throwing out your wishes. That was fun to talk about for sure. Oh my gosh. Yes. That, I, we love the involvement. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, Hey, before we get out of here, I want you to let everybody know where to find you on Twitter and we'll get out of here and do some stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm at uh, Hero the Husky. That's Hero underscore the underscore Husky. You'll see uh, a picture of not me, but my fluffy pup, uh, <laughs> who is my the namesake behind that and my gamer tags.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And for me, myself, uh, you can find me under Hailfront. That's at Hailfront on Twitter. And my image is actually uh, kind of cool uh, art done by a guy I know through yeah. Gavin, actually, who put me onto him. He did some art for him as well. And it's actually me kind of drawn cartoon like. And I'm in George's armor from Reach, uh, Halo Reach, uh, which very is very cool. cool. It's very cool. I, I, I couldn't pass it up. I'm like, this dude's a killer artist. I have to have it. And uh, I'd love it if you guys come over there and follow us every once in a while. Um, you'll see on there. I, I tend to share random stuff. Just here recently, I shared my distaste for Paramount Plus. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for this episode. Thank you to my host over there, Josh, my lovely co-host with that luscious luck, luscious locks over there, right? Uh, yes,
1: of <laughs> glorious hair. Thank you.
0: Yes, yes. And my name is Nick. Until next time, game on. him up.
1: Stay loud. Email, follow, watch, and listen to all of our content by
0: visiting loudthumbs.com and join the loud crowd. To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out.
1: Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger,
0: servicefurniture.com. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com loudthumbs.